Today on the Relationship Renovation Podcast, we're going to talk about attraction and how it changes throughout the relationship. We're going to talk about a little conflict that Tara and I got into just last night and how it sort of like was very difficult, but also became a really connecting moment for the two of us. So stay tuned. We're going to talk about attraction. It's incredibly important information. Hello, all, and welcome to the Relationship Renovation Podcast. I'm Tara Kerwin. And my name is EJ Kerwin. And today we're going in vulnerable. I mean, I feel like a lot of these episodes were vulnerable anyway, whether it's a guest speaker or you and I talking about our relationship. But today it's a very vulnerable subject for, I'm sure, many listeners out there. So we really want to do hear your feedback after you listen to this episode and show, because I think it's an important one. And it's something that we work with a lot of couples and it's something that shows up in our relationship too. Yeah. I mean, so the topic is attraction within relationship. For the most part, I think almost all couples at the beginning of their relationship, there's a strong attraction to each other. They're attracted for a variety of reasons. They're attracted to physical attributes. They're attracted to the energy, the personality, you know, just there's something that attracts us, you know, like two magnets, you know, or magnet to metal to one another. And it is inevitable over the time that we're in relationship that it evolves, that it changes, that it waxes and wanes. And so we're going to we're gonna talk about that a little bit today. Because I think what happens is when there is loss of attraction towards a partner in a relationship and you don't know what to do with it, how to talk about it, how to make sense of it, that's when couples can really destabilize. But again, like attraction, kind of just like sex drive, intimacy, whatever, like it goes in waves and there's different transitions in our life when there'll be powerful attraction, there'll be loss of attraction. But if we don't talk about it with each other, it can come and bite you in the relationship. So uh, like many times, these podcasts are a byproduct of a difficult moment between Tara and myself. And so we had a moment last night. It's always like the night before the morning of. Yeah. Thank you, universe, for giving us this. So then we can just like, you know, share it with the world. Yeah. I mean, so I I guess, is it okay if I just kind of... Yeah, go ahead. I mean, we basically had a nice date night. Yes. And we came home and we were kind of like settling in. And and at dinner, I think Tara was like, when I get home, I'm going to do your eyebrows. Yes. I saw a little eyebrow sticking up and I wanted to cut it. furry. Um, and, uh, so she was, and hang on and the hair in your ears. Okay. Let's like really get personal. <laughs> yeah. This is like our How hot romantic. date night. Yeah. Like hot date night. And so, I mean, basically I don't even know what happened. I mean, we were, we, you were plucking away, grooming my eyebrows. And then I guess what you noticed that my eyes were, were wrinkly. Well, so I started to fixate on like your little sunspots on your skin, And I was like, EJ, it was a consistency thing. This is like, please don't judge me. But I was like, EJ, are you wearing your sunblock? Like, are you doing your face every night? Are you washing it? Are you moisturizing it? Your eyes look really puffy. Why are all these wrinkles here? Like, I just started to like really hyper-focus on like the aging of your skin. 
and how I feel like for years I've been trying to help you with skincare, but that you're not consistent with it. And then the idea of inconsistency in our relationship was my trigger. And then, and then it just spiraled from there because we can't be consistent with anything and da, 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 and then you felt really bad. And then I yeah. got defensive. Yeah. Like I got hurt because I was just like, I felt like very like criticized yeah. and you know, feeding into attraction, I was just like, wow, like here's my partner. We're having a sort of a date night, like fun together. And really she's just seeing my imperfections. And it got, it got really, it didn't get like, it was an interesting dynamic because normally our higher conflicts, like we're both sort of mad and indignant and righteous. Like, and I didn't feel mad. I felt really, I felt really hurt. Yeah. You are feeling hurt and I was feeling scared. Yeah. And I guess the way it feeds into our topic today mm -hmm. is attraction because in that moment I felt like, wow, she's just not into me. Like she just sees a sun-spotted, wrinkly, Arizona lizard face <laughs> and, <laughs> and like, Aww. and like, yeah. like, and And I think when on my side of the person who there's some incident or trend in their relationship where they feel like their partner's not attracted to them, that's scary, it doesn't feel good, it hits you in your confidence, you know, it was, so yeah, it was, it was really yeah. sort of a destabilizing moment. Well, and then my fears, can I just share this because I, I know that you take care of yourself, you exercise, you take care of your mind, all these things. But in my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, like I need him to take care of his skin. Like I don't want him to die of skin cancer. I don't want him looking 80 when he's 50. Like I had this like, you know, like, cause I love your beautiful face. And so I had this fear of like, oh my gosh, what if he doesn't care about taking care of himself? Like that was kind of what threw me into a tailspin and I wasn't able to think logically at that point. But I was like, what if he really doesn't care? And then I was like, okay, what is this? Because I actually know he does, but how this relates to couples is this. When there is a partner that is not great at self-care. I am not saying that is you, EJ, because that is not you. Well, I mean, there are aspects that I'm, I'm not great at. And I'm not either, right? Yeah. But that the other partner can start to lose confidence that that person really cares about, whether it's their body, whether it's about healthy eating, whether it's about, you know, moderation, whether it's alcohol or whatever it might be, right? That I always want to be in a relationship with someone who cares. And I know that you care, but there's moments that hit that can creep up on you and you kind of, you know, you just get hijacked by fear. And that's what happened to me in that moment. Cause it's really not about your wrinkles. It's not about your puffy eyes. Like I love, sorry, I love all that. Just keep thinking of those lizards that have like the real puffy like <laughs> eyes and the eyeballs come out. Like yeah, it's, <laughs> it's more about like, trusting you that like you do care about your skin you are gonna wear sunblock you wore sunblock this morning and I sometimes sure as shit did <laughs> and sometimes it just takes those little moments to be like okay but i communicated it in a really bad way i should have been like hey ej it would be really important to me if you would do your sunscreen and facial care every day because i know how important that is, especially living in the Tucson sun. But instead I was pointing out the wrinkles and the sunspots, which made you feel really 
you know, bad. And we've had couples where whether your your body just had a baby, right? Whether you've had breast cancer and you've had to have a mastectomy, whether you've gained a few pounds over those years, like couples will start to focus on that in a negative way instead of softening it and say, hey, hon, it would be great and really helpful if like we could be on this healthy eating plan together. Yeah, well, and and what, what I see a lot of times is that each member of the couple has different things that they sort of prioritize. And whatever we value, we put a lot of energy into. And so attraction can get affected by that because if one person is like, you know, it's really important that we're like in shape and we exercise a lot and the other person doesn't value that, it can create a heck of a lot of conflict. And then it feeds into the attraction because those are the things we're attracted to. And we can be honest, everybody, uh, most of us. We do our best to look our best and put our best selves on when we meet. And then when we're together for a minute, we totally don't care anymore. We let ourselves go because we just trust that for the most part, I mean, not all the time, but many couples do, many people do. Because it's like, okay, like we're in this relationship, we're married, it's stressful, whatever, whatever. And here we go. So let's circle back to like, okay, it's to that topic, like attraction, Mm -hmm. right? What happens when there is a breakdown and attraction between a couple? It's really hard. And you have to talk about it. Because if you don't talk about it, it's going to start to feel very confusing for both people. Probably like, let's just say loss of attraction, you know, on my end, you're probably going to feel rejected. You know, you're going to feel... Just unloved, unliked. Yeah. yeah. I mean... I'm going to feel scared, frustrated, judgmental, right? And imagine if that continued. Imagine if that dynamic continued instead of talking about it like, hey, what's going on? Because really after last night and, you know, I process everything, like I always use any moment, like how can I learn from this? It was that, you know, I'm sure as if you guys have listened to some previous episodes, like I'm going through uh, depression, but I've lost any sense of like attraction to anything, right? Whether it's you, whether it's me, I don't have that feeling of like, ooh, I just want to like kiss you and hug you and like be on top of you and jump on you. Like I just don't have that. And it's not you. It's this whatever's happening in my body. But I don't want to feel that because I feel that every day. So if I can focus on you and your wrinkles or your puffy eyes or whatever it might be, that's just easier for me, right? It's like a mirror. I get to like, oh, instead of me like really feeling a ton of grief around this massive numbness in my body, I'm going to hold up a mirror and I'm going to be like, it's your wrinkles and it's your under eye things. That's really what's happening. But it's really not. You know, do I want you to take care of your skin? Absolutely. Do I want you to care about your physical and emotional wellness? Sure, that's sexy. But it's really like, it's about me. I'm grieving in my body. And in order to like not feel that grief, I'm going to like project it onto you. Well, I think that if we didn't have that conversation, it would be very confusing and we wouldn't understand it. And I wouldn't understand it myself. So now I get to bring this into my therapy this week. Well, and, and coming back to your point of like, you got to find a way to talk about it is that like, if I'm not careful, I come out of what happened last night with a real like kind of screw you attitude. Yeah. That I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Like 
she was mean or whatever. And, and like, she just has to accept me for who I am. And I have to find a way to hear definitely is helpful to understand where you're coming from. That part of this was you sort of projecting maybe a lack of connection. You're feeling that's something that's going on inside of you, but then that there's also a preference thing here that you're like, I really want you to take care of your skin and that's important to me. But if I'm not careful and we don't talk about it, it gets all sort of muddied up and I could become resistant to that change. Yes. You know, I could become resistant and be like, screw it, I'm not putting anything on my face. Like I'm I'm fine the way I am. Mm-hmm. Which I I'll am I'll find fine. somebody else that accepts me for who I am. Yeah. That's and it's e- it's easy to go there. But the reality is is like in this situation, you're not asking me for something that's unreasonable, you know, that me taking care of my skin or an individual getting in better shape or going to therapy or you know the number of things that our partner might begin to feel disconnected with us about or unattracted to most often they're pretty reasonable requests and therefore it's like we got to find a way to communicate about it in a healthy manner because at the end of the day I want to do the things that you think are important ditto yeah. Right. And and one of the first things, so we wake up this morning, you know, we always like Dr. Stan Tekken says, touch your toes at night. We touch toes about 2 a.m. <laughs> but I, you know, you walked into the room after getting me a coffee and it was like, the exact words I said are, I love you just the way you are right now. Like I accept you for everything that you are right now. And even though I'm feeling numb in my body and I don't have that like physical attraction, I am attracted to your wisdom, to the kind of dad you are, to the kind of partner you are. Like I can connect to that. It's the physical aspect. And so, yes, it would just be so easy. Like, oh, if you just didn't have that extra wrinkle on your forehead, then I would really want to jump your bones. But that's so not true. But it's so much easier When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. to want that, that feels easier than to really be in my own body struggling with these feelings of massive numbness. And and if I'm not careful, it's like, oh, maybe there's someone else out there that, and maybe it's just EJ, but it's not. I know this in my whole body, it's not, and I'm working through it. And, And so many people don't, they just kind of give up, they resign, they don't try to understand what that loss of attraction is about. Right. And and I'm here talking physical attraction because this is what we see with a lot of couples, right? Like, let's just say one partner has gained the weight 
And the other partner doesn't want to have sex anymore because they are not attracted to that body. Like EJ, how do you support couples? Because we've, we've had many of these couples like, oh, like I just, the after mom bod, the dad bod, the whatever it might be. Like, how do you support couples in really understanding what's happening? Because that's a piece of it, but it's not that. Well, I mean, the first thing I would want to do in the purposes of, of the podcast today is say like that this is a significant subset of people coming into therapy, that there is a breakdown in physical attraction between them. And mm -hmm. so I would want to just like, first of all, like normalize that, that that is something that our bodies change, that we have different priorities from our partner, that we have different health challenges, we have different obstacles, some things are easier for one person to do than the other. So so I would say that, that the first thing is just saying like, wow, this is not like, you guys aren't unique in this struggle. I would say like the biggest thing, and this is a real struggle for couples, is you have to like be so aware of how you talk about it. Yes. You have to realize that a lot of times the way you frame this discussion can feel really shaming mm -hmm. and feel really mean and can feel very like just critical. Yes. And it's such, especially when it's about body, it's so sensitive. And one thing I say is like, I, you know, I listen to how they talk about it. And then I notice like, well, so the way you're talking about with your partner, has it worked? You know, has it, has it worked? Like has that metaphor or that example or the way you've made that request, has it worked? Well, no, it hasn't. <laughs> so you have to really, you know, and you, you sort of talked about this around, around my facial care, is like finding a way to frame it that your partner actually is willing to hear it because it's so sensitive. Our physical appearance is so sensitive. We live in a yeah. world where we're bombarded yes. by images of people with six Beautiful packs people. and eight packs mm -hmm. and injected faces mm -hmm. and everything. And that you have to find a way to talk about it with your partner that is like, that's sensitive to the fact that you're touching on their insecurity. And when you can have that, conversation, even though it's uncomfortable and difficult. I mean, that is emotional safety right there. And emotional safety is the bridge to attraction. Because if you don't have that safety in order to talk about difficult things, you're not going to be able yeah. to talk about them. That attraction bridge won't be there. Yeah. And, and here's another huge thing is what motivates you to do the thing might not and probably is not the thing that motivates them to do it. You know, that like, if I'm really dedicated to a fitness routine or you're really dedicated to a facial care routine or I'm really dedicated to my meditation practice. Yeah, that's good. Because like, you are dedicated to your meditation practice. I'm very dedicated to my skincare routine. <laughs> yeah, and that I can't use my internal motivation that I use to motivate you mm -hmm. because we have different things. Like I will never, like I don't look in the mirror in my face very much. Like I just don't. And so you have a, an in, intrinsic motivation around having your face look a certain way. Mm -hmm. And I will never have that. Mm 
Wow. Yeah. So if you, that's just so, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Like I didn't even, I figure like all people just do. I, yeah. I, I just don't. That's not what I'm concerned about. You should learn from our daughter, Mia. <laughs> my daughter. Every, I can tell like my daughter's been in the truck because the mirror's down. The mirror's down. Girl likes looking at herself. <laughs> she loves it. <laughs> um, but I will never be motivated to take care of my skin because of the things that motivate you. But if that's important to you and you really want me to do it, then you have to find a way to help me understand how important it is. So do you think I did a good job? Not last night. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know that's- Not last night. No, but that's why we're having this podcast. But do you feel like since then, I've done a good job about telling you what, why it's meaningful for me? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because what did you hear me say? I, I mean, I do like, when I got down to it, I do see that you actually care about me. And that's the thing that I think people get stuck up yeah. on is they think like, they just want me to do this. They just want me to get in, in better shape. They just want me to meditate they they me to, j- yeah. for them. And this is trust that also we built in our relationship, mm-hmm. but, I, but also in just this specific topic is I do think you really care about me and that you look at me and you like, gosh, I don't want him to get skin cancer or I don't want him to- Be a wrinkly raisin to be, to be a raisin. At, I'm already 50, so. Oh, um, <laughs> that's Am true. I a wrinkly raisin? A wrinkly raisin at 60. So yeah, I'm getting a better idea that it's not just about like you trying to make me something I'm not. Because I think that's where it really breaks down is when we think our partner doesn't love us and just wants us to be something other than who we are. Well, and can I just say, if like you're the person that's struggling with loss of attraction or even both, it's also like, how well do you adapt to changes? Because we change. How well do we adapt to external changes or internal changes? There's a lot of people out there that do not want to age gracefully because they don't want to see those changes. They don't want to see gray hair. They don't want to see wrinkled crow's feet. They don't want to see baggy eyes. So they do anything and everything to prevent that. But reality is like we age and we have to transition to that. I mean, again, I'm not saying don't get skincare or don't get, you know, things that make you feel better. That's fine. But it's how do I be okay with these transitions as we age? How do I be okay that, right, you used to have this beautiful head of curly, beautiful fluff hair and, you know, it's gone missing. It's all good. (laughs) Still love you, miss your hair, but I love you now, right? So it's, you know, again, I'm just thinking about how many different ways this conversation could go. And I think the most important piece is, Like you said, EJ, we have different priorities and I can't expect you to care as much about your skin as I do about mine. And you can't expect me to care about meditation as much as you do, but we can talk about it and make requests in a way that feels really powerful. Like the way I said it to EJ, it would be really meaningful if you had a consistent routine with your skincare so you don't like break out in all these sunspots in the next however long, because I get scared that something bad will happen to you. That's so much better and hearable than you're not using your skincare. You've got wrinkles all over your eyes and your forehead. And I don't want you to be a wrinkly prune. Like that's horrible, right? Well, and so I think where we are trying to get and where couples want to try to get is that like if one person has a request that they do it in a loving way, 
hopefully the other person says, okay, I'm willing to do that. And then the next step is how do you support one another? Because it's hard to be consistent. It's hard to be consistent in skincare. It's hard to be consistent in meditation. It's hard to be consistent in exercise. And one of our key tenets here is we are better together, that we can support each other in becoming our best selves. And I need support in skincare. And I am so happy to support you in skincare. And I need support in meditation because it's just grueling to me. <laughs> yeah. But I know it's really important. Yeah. <laughs> and, and how do we get out of it being a resistant thing of me being like, screw it, I'm not putting that stuff on my face. Like she's just critical and concerned about stuff that doesn't matter to me. Like how do I stay out of that indignant state and say, okay, this is important to her. She's not asking me to like do something that's destructive. She's asking me to do something that's good for me. So how do I accept that, make a shift, and then use her as a resource to help me continue and do it because she knows a hell of a lot more about it. She cares more about it. I trust that she actually loves me and I trust that she's asking this of me because it's the best thing for myself and us. Mm-hmm. So I know like hearing this is like, I couldn't even imagine talking to my partner about like that loss of physical or emotional attraction. But if you don't, where do you go from there then? So you have to have the conversation in a soft, loving way and you go in it together. Like we're supporting each other here. We're doing this because we have our own unique needs. We have our own priorities, but we also have priorities as a couple. And even though like attraction, you know, wanes, throughout our relationship, like we always can talk about it and make sure we're on the same page and doing things to constantly be connected. Yeah. It definitely also helps to understand your partner's triggers. You know, it also helps to know why they might be having the reaction they're having, mm -hmm. right? And so this is sort of, in some ways, what we're talking about today, talking about attraction with your partner could be jumping into the deep end when you need to sort of be going in the kiddie pool. Yeah, I would say for like individually to try to figure it out, like what's really going on with me? Is this projection? What's happening for me? Am I scared? Am I like so insecure in my own body that I'm projecting it onto my other person's? And there's so many things, but I think understanding it yourself before going into a conversation is gonna really be important because then you can help your partner understand what's happening and it's not all about them. Yeah, and... You know, I, I believe this with my heart and my head that having an approach to understanding yourself and your partner is incredibly important in having an amazing relationship. Mm. I think we have a fantastic way for you to do that. I think our relationship renovation at home program allows you to get to the place where you can have these difficult conversations and it's down the road a little bit. It's a structured approach with videos, with lessons, with exercises that help you understand each other's past and then talk about communication and talk about triggers and talk about intimacy. It builds 
to get to these deep conversations. So I would definitely, we have a free download of a couple mm -hmm. of the lessons that you can do on our website, relationshiprenovation.com. Relationship renovation at home is an incredible way to get to these deeper conversations. And the only way, even though we had a ton of conflict last night around this, we've built this foundation of understanding ourselves and each other better. We're like, by the time we woke up this morning, mm -hmm. I loved every I little wrinkle like, on your forehead. I loved forehead. you. I was looking at you and I was like, I wanted to touch your hand. I wanted to touch your toes. Yeah. I was like, I love this person. Even though I felt like that was really a difficult thing to feel last night. Yeah. I understood it yeah. because we've done a ton of work. Yeah. So thank you for giving us this platform and mm -hmm. just you know bringing on more and more listeners and for your reviews and all of that. Because really, before we started this podcast today, Tara was like, let's talk about that fight. And I was like, oh, this is like, that's yeah. like so vulnerable. It just happened. But you know, you guys have, have offered us the opportunity to talk about our stuff and then write us back and tell us like, yeah. thank you for talking about it. You guys are so real. <laughs> that makes me feel like I'm willing to take that risk because I care about everybody out there listening and that they're getting something out of it. Yeah. So, so thank you so much for, for being a part of this community that's for, dedicated. For trusting us. Yeah, us absolutely. imperfect couple, imperfect humans that are just trying to Right, feel good and secure in our relationship so we can function in this world in a happier, more joyful way. Absolutely. So as always, thank you for listening. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Bye-bye. Me and you just singing on the train. Me and you listening to the rain. Me and you, we are the same. Me and you have all the fame we need. Indeed, you and me are we. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.